all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Monday to you. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 29th of June. It's not good news on the pandemic front. India reported the biggest spike in fresh COVID-19 cases for the sixth straight day over the weekend. There were 19,906 new cases of the novel coronavirus in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, taking the total tally to just under 530,000 according to the health ministry's latest update. In Maharashtra, the largest hotspot for the virus, the lockdown will not lift after tomorrow, according to Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre. In a PTI report, he was quoted as saying that the crisis persists and gradual resumption of activity does not imply that all is fine. He went on to say that the Chase the Virus initiative that received good results in Mumbai will now be expanded to other parts of the state. to combat the outbreak in another piece of news relating to the pandemic the bombay high court has observed that covid-19 patients from poor sections cannot be expected to produce documentary proof to avail of subsidized or free treatment while getting admitted to hospitals The court on Friday was hearing a plea filed by seven residents of a slum rehabilitation building in Bandra who had been charged 12.5 lakh rupees by KJ Somaya Hospital for COVID-19 treatment between the 11th and 28th of April. The petitioners had managed to borrow and pay 10 lakh rupees out of the total and the hospital was threatening to halt the discharge if they weren't able to clear the bill according to the petition in other news nitin gadkari who is union minister for micro small and medium enterprises has said that stopping imports from china at domestic ports will lead to losses for indian businesses that had placed orders prior to the border clashes In an interview he said that the MSME ministry is actively working with the finance and commerce ministries to resolve the issue. In bad news on the agrarian front, a fresh swarm of desert locusts has entered India's bread basket of Uttar Pradesh via Delhi and the northern state of Haryana according to the farm ministry. Operations to control the crop destroying insects are in full swing. in the states of Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, Haryana, Gujarat, Maharashtra and Punjab according to the ministry's statement late on Saturday. In regulatory news the Reserve Bank of India can now prepare a scheme of reconstruction or amalgamation of a bank without placing it under moratorium according to the Banking Regulation Amendment Ordinance of 2020. The cabinet had approved the ordinance which also brings urban and multi-state cooperative banks under the RBI's ambit on Wednesday. It received the president's assent on Friday. In corporate news, S&P Global Ratings has lowered Axis Bank's credit rating to below investment grade on expectations that the slowdown in the economy which has been sparked by the coronavirus pandemic will see more loans on the bank's books turn bad. It cut Axis Bank's rating to double B plus from triple B minus with a stable outlook according to the statement on Friday. 
In international news, Unilever has said it will stop spending money with Facebook's properties this year and decided to follow other brands in an advertising boycott, prompting a rare reaction from Facebook's investors. Shares plunged 8.3% on the news, eliminating $56 billion in market value. Advertisers are unhappy with Facebook for not taking enough responsibility to deal with misleading content on its platform. In international markets, the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started the week deep in the red. This after a weak close on Wall Street at the end of last week. At the moment, U.S. equity futures are pointing to a flat to marginally negative start to the week. And with that, it's over to Agam Akhil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, there's weakness across Asia with an over 1% cut on the indices which are currently trending. That includes Japan and some weakness in Australia as well. And that's the reason why the SGX Nifty is also indicating a cut of about 100 points. Which means that we could expect some amount of volatility in opening as far as our own markets go. But we've had some very big earnings over the weekend. I'm going to start off with ITC, which came in from Friday post-market. Revenues have declined 6.5%. Net profit was up 9%. Margins also contracted to a certain extent, but the net profit was largely boosted by lower corporate taxes. At least some brokerages are estimating cigarette volumes to have declined in double digits. Jefferies is, of course, one of them. Moving on, we have Coal India, where revenues was down 3.5% and net profit was down 23%, with margins coming in at 24.4% versus 28.8%. And then we have NTPC, where Net sales were up 28%, and but profit was down 71%. Margins expanded considerably to 26.9% versus 21.9%. Reported profit impacted due to additional tax provision related to 2600 crores as the company has decided to settling pending income tax disputes under the Vivad Sivishwa scheme. Moving on beyond the Nifty, we have Nalco, where it reported net sales declined 30% and net profit down 55%, and margins coming in and contracting considerably at just 10.7 versus 18.7%. Nalco has written back provision for RPO amounting to 100 crores. Now, moving on, we have Piramal Enterprises, which is in focus yet again, do remember the stock has gained quite a bit over the last one week. The company has approved a stake sale of 20% in Piramal Pharma for an equity investment of $490 million to Carlyle Group. The proposed transaction values the pharma business at an enterprise value of nearly $2,800 million or 2.8 billion. Now we have a clarification from Bajaj Auto, and that says the company had reported its first COVID 19 case on June 6th in its Waluch plant. 
The company will continue normal business operations while taking necessary safety precautions. The current incidence is of 140 cases of COVID-19 in the Valish plant and is less than 2% of the total strength, out of which two employees have died. And finally, we have Tata LC on COVID-19 impact and it says that it expects the revenues for the ongoing quarter of fiscal 2021 to decline sequentially up to a low double-digit percentage with a consequent lower profit before taxes margins as compared to that reported in the previous quarter. So we're expecting weakness in Tata LC in Q1 FI20 perhaps on expected lines too. Now, these are just some of the stocks you can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQueen.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you in this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQueen.com. So don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better week ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 